This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 435, Chasing Electrical Demons to Cut Your Power Bill by 80%, part two, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And I am Dan, your host and narrator here on the show. And I'm here each weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Today's episode is brought to you by JetSmarter, the mobile app revolutionizing the private air travel industry. JetSmarter lets you create on-demand flights anywhere on the planet or reserve seats on shared flights worldwide, all in minutes from a single mobile app. Download the JetSmarter app today and use the code SMART to discover a smarter way to fly. For details, visit JetSmarter.com. Now, today's post here on Optimal Finance Daily is actually a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here, it's uh, best to hear yesterday's episode first. That would be episode 434. If you're all caught up, if you were with us yesterday, let's get right to part two as we optimize your life. Chasing Electrical Demons to Cut Your Power Bill by 80%, part two, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Number two, put it all into action. Here are the biggest power consumers in the typical home and how I have optimized some of their worst guzzling out of my own bill. Lights. If your interior space is lit with lamps or a few fixtures, it's an easy fix. Make sure they are all running on good compact fluorescent or LED bulbs. But more recently built houses, including mine, are usually done with a larger number of recessed lights within the ceiling itself. These produce a nice light with the builder's standard incandescent reflector bulbs, but will destroy your electricity budget. Compact fluorescents of this format, PAR30, tend to be poor in quality and slow to reach full brightness. So I bypass the problems by outfitting my house with the now affordable PAR30 LEDs. The best bulb I found for the job is the Hypericon bulb at Amazon because of its warm 2700K color and reasonable 40 degree beam angle. Amazingly good light and under 10 bucks each now. But my interior lights are off most of the time. This is because I built my windows into the side of the house that faces the sun and keep those windows clean and free from curtains or other obstructions. This is not always an easy thing to change in your current house, but is a great factor to consider when shopping for your next one. And there's a much bigger benefit than lower electricity and heating bills, higher happiness. Having a bright, day-lit living space will improve your mood, productivity, and entire outlook on life. Only once house buyers start demanding daylight-oriented design will house builders wise up and start providing it. Exterior lights. Fancy houses are often designed to look like a luxury resort at night with landscape and path lighting, up lights highlighting the structure, pool lights, driveway lights, and so on. The quickest shortcut is to live in a smaller compound. But if you do have outdoor lighting, keep it to a minimum and use LEDs in all fixtures since they run for many hours per day. In my house, I leave no exterior lights on overnight at all. The glow from streetlights is more than enough to find your way around at night. The clothes dryer. This is an emotional one since some people consider this appliance to be humankind's highest achievement. But consider this, even with seven figures in the bank, the MMM family has not even owned a clothes dryer since June of 2014. I just prefer hanging clothes to dry outside or inside if the weather requires it. It's a meditative and pleasantly physical task and your clothes smell better and last longer as a side benefit. And it burns very little time because we only do a single load of laundry per week. You don't have to go dryer-free to get most of this benefit. Just use it more consciously and only wash stuff when it actually needs washing. Air conditioning. 
We've already talked about this in a previous post, but the basic idea is to take the opposite approach of certain residents of the American South. Use the AC, but as little as possible rather than as much as possible. Always challenge your temperature threshold just as you should always challenge your physical threshold and seek to do the most difficult things you can handle rather than minimizing the effort you put out with elevators and self-closing car trunks. Electric heating of anything. If you're stuck with an electric water heater, your electricity bill will exceed mine just in the process of taking showers and doing dishes. Don't put up with it. These days, you can replace an old-school electric tank with a heat pump water heater. Electric baseboard heat can be replaced by a heat pump ductless system. If you're stuck with an electric range and you would prefer to cook with natural gas, which is awesome, it is surprisingly easy to add a gas line to your kitchen. I ran my own using the newer flexible stainless steel gas line system available at the major home supply shops. If you live in an area with a cold climate and oil-based heat, look into a ground-sourced geothermal heat system. Several years ago, our mutual friend Mr. Frugal Toke, just outside of Ottawa, Canada, ditched his oil furnace and hired a contractor to replace it with a ground-source heat pump. He forked over 25 k after rebates for the upgrade, but it saves him at least $2,000 per year in heating and cooling costs, and the capital value will easily be recouped at home resale time, as heating bills are high on the minds of people in that area. Gadgets DVRs, PlayStation-type game consoles, and cable boxes have gained notoriety in recent years because they can use 50 or even 100 watts when you're not even using them. This is unacceptable. Any vampire over one watt deserves to be starved, so you'll want to shut down computers that aren't in use. The cable and PlayStation issue is easier to solve. Return the box to the cable company and cancel your service and sell the game system. You have more valuable things to do with your free time. Your sorry old fridge. Saving the best for last, you may have a chance to upgrade the luxury in your lifestyle while making a good investment at the same time. New fridges often greatly perform old ones because EPA rules and consumer demand have pulled the technology forward. For example, my neighborhood friend, the garage grocer, replaced an old 1970s freezer with a 2007 model of identical size. Power consumption dropped from 155 kilowatt hours per month to 64.5, a savings that compounds to roughly $1,582 per decade if invested conservatively. The new freezer cost him around $200 on Craigslist. My giant fancy LG fridge uses well under 40 kilowatt hours per month and cost me $600, also on Craigslist, but much newer, but only because I insisted on the luxury stainless steel model consistent with the rest of my ridiculous lifestyle. With the right adjustments, your electric bill can be a trivial affair that feels like a small monthly reward for your thoughtful use rather than a painful but necessary draining of your bank account. Happy demon hunting! You just listened to part two of the post titled Chasing Electrical Demons to Cut Your Power Bill by 80% by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. And that wraps up this two-part post from MMM. And before we go, I wanna say thank you once again to our sponsor for this episode, Jet Smarter, the mobile app revolutionizing the private air travel industry. Unlike jet cards or fractional ownership, Jet Smarter lets you create on-demand flights anywhere on the planet or reserve seats on shared flights worldwide, all in minutes from a single mobile app. Jet Smarter is also the only private flight service that lets you share your extra charter seats with fellow members in exchange for flight credit. No prepaid hours, no expensive brokers, just innovative air travel at your fingertips so you can experience aviation as it was meant to be. 
With Jet Smarter, flying private is now within reach. Download the Jet Smarter app today and use the code SMART to become part of the world's largest members-only private aviation community and discover a smarter way to fly. For full details, visit jetsmarter.com. Again, that's jetsmarter.com. And that's 435 episodes of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you for your support, as always, and for listening each and every day. I'll be back at you with more posts next week, so have yourselves a great weekend, and I will catch you on Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.